Welcome to the first episode of Emmaism, a philosophy podcast for students of philosophy, because that really is what we all are, seekers of knowledge. This week, we will be discussing and analyzing Plato's allegory of the cave. We will start with a basic overview and analysis and then delve a little deeper into the implications of the cave and what that means for us as temporal and perfect knowledge-seeking beings. Just to add, I'm using the Benjamin Jowett translation from Vintage in 1991, pages 253 to 261. It's easily found with a quick Google search. All right, this translation is a dialogue between Socrates and Glaucon, which is notable as Socrates' Socratic method is used also in describing the cave and is thus integral to the understanding why the cave condition was described through dialogue and questioning and what that means for us in our understanding. Socrates starts out by stating that human beings live in an underground cave where they have been since childhood, with their legs and neck chained so that they cannot move. They're prisoners. There are shadows and echoes that the prisoners perceive as reality. And there's a wall and a fire that offers the quote-unquote visible world to the prisoners. The chained beings face a problem. What they're seeing is not reality. They're not seeing the truth because the truth is too painful to see. But Socrates holds that it is possible to get out of the cave despite how painful and difficult the process may be. Those people, Socrates says, are philosophers. So now that the basic overview of the cave is covered, let's talk about some symbolism. For analysis purposes, I'll break down the cave into seven parts. We'll start deep in the cave and work our way outward to establish a foundation to understand why Socrates believes our society mirrors the cave analogy. First, on the back wall of the cave, we have shadows and echoes. These shadows and echoes are created by powerful people who have vested interest in convincing the prisoners of the cave of their notion of the truth. These shadows and puppeteers who create them could be likened to media companies, politicians, educators, and monarchs to some degree. The shadows combine the prisoners' mindsets to false views, original ignorance, and blind faith. They display superficial knowledge and miscommunication. That brings us to the prisoners and their chains. The chains symbolize the things that keep people away and constricted from knowledge. They are whatever it is about society that holds people back. This could be fear, expectation, or lack thereof. Chains may also be a symbol for individuals' quick tendencies towards short-sighted thinking as the prisoners are confined to their own perspectives in absence of being able to turn their necks or pick up their feet without extreme pain. To summarize this, to Socrates, the chain's prisoners demonstrate the human condition. Next are the wall and the fire, which make up the incline towards sunlight at the mouth of the cave. These symbolize the visible world as the learning process of the prisoners progress once they take that first step to be rid of the chains and venture toward enlightenment. The incline represents actualization and reaching beyond conformity. The journey over the wall reveals the fire is, in a sense, a realization of an alternate perspective, that the shadows and echoes were not products of the true light and only sources from hubs of artificial knowledge. Once the human being ventures past them out of the cave and welcomes the sun, then they know the truth and have met the point of discovery. This ultimate truth brings hope for opportunity, reveals beauty and entrance into the world of ideas. Socrates suggests that people who make it this far are friends of wisdoms, they're philosophers. The son and freed prisoner, 
represents the end destination that encompasses the essence of goodness, truth, love, and justice. All in all, Plato's allegory of the cave illustrates society's struggle to acquire knowledge and pursue truth within the abstract world of ideas. For Socrates and Plato's dialogue, the cave is seemingly endless, but there is a way out. However, I don't think anyone makes it out completely. As temporal and perfect beings, humans constantly struggle with recognizing and understanding the truth and then expressing it so all can learn. The journey is filled with emotional responses and subjective applications. These revelations led me to explore my personal journey in the context of the cave. As a student, just like you all, I would like to believe that one day I will venture out of the cave, but after further reflection, I do not think that any human is capable of this. We can get close, we can see glimpses of the grass, the trees, the sun, from the last bit of the incline of the cave, but unless we can understand the true essence of the eternal God, we will never achieve that last stage of enlightenment. Of course, in the cave there are intermediaries between prisoners and those right at the edge of the cave. I think I'm an intermediate. Maybe my leg is still chained, but I still know that there's the light there, and I see glimpses of it, and so do many others. The chains symbolize the things that keep people from knowledge, like I said before. The chains are whatever hold people back. Maybe it's the fear, uncertainty, discomfort, or blind faith. It may even be society itself, suppressing discourse because of satisfaction with perceived reality. I still can't identify what my chains are. Humans are born with an undetermined capacity for knowledge, but we are taught to understand superficially and not to dig deeper. This resonates with me being distracted by superficial facts that can stop me from digging deeper. As we grow as students, we feel progress towards learning and gaining a deeper understanding of abstract concepts such as beauty, love, justice, and perfection. But we also come to realize that we are only scratching the surface and there is so much more to know. The reality is that we are limited by our temporality. Only God knows. Only God understands. As humans, we will never complete that last jump to the world of ideas. We can see the sun's light from inside the cave, and it serves for the hope for opportunity like Socrates says. It reveals the shadows are in fact misleading and untrue. And that's the ultimate superficial truth. When individuals get to the mouth of the cave and are shown that the shadows are not reality, these individuals believe that they have gotten quote-unquote out of the cave, though they never will. The ultimate superficial truth is them thinking that they have achieved enlightenment, yet they will never complete the last journey to understanding perfection. As temporal and perfect beings, it is truly impossible. Honestly, it seems as if our relentless individual pursuits may just end with no reward and no knowledge. But the reward is in the journey and in the pursuit and in the comfort in knowing that such knowledge exists. That's all I have for today's Emmaism podcast. I hope you all enjoyed and we'll be back next time for a new exploration. Until next time, keep searching for the tooth. Thank you.